Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. My name is Pastor Eric Tritton, and today is Thursday, May 28th. Thank you for being with me. We begin by remembering our baptism. In Titus 3, it says that God saved us by this washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. And so when we remember our baptism, we're actually, in a sense, celebrating our salvation. And so we make the sign of Christ's cross and we say, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to you be all glory and honor today and every day eternally. I rise from sleep and am reminded that one day I will rise from death because of your salvation. I make my bed and remember that you make all things new. I get dressed and remind myself that I am clothed in Christ and covered in his righteousness. I go out into the world today and pray that you will be with me to guard and protect me from all evil and to enliven and empower me to be your witness today and always, living in your grace. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using Luther's explanation to the second article, to the, excuse me, the third article of the Apostles' Creed. I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way, he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 5. Psalm 5, to the choir master for the flutes, a psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, O my King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down to your, toward your holy temple in fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouth. Their inmost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with the tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy, 
and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. Sunday is coming. There will be an opportunity to go to God's house. We just assume that we should be able to attend the service if we want. But I'm not actually sure that that's the case when I read Psalm 5. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think that I have the right, nor do I want the responsibility, uh, to decide who should or should not come to worship. But I'm looking at verse verse 7, where it says, Through the abundance of your steadfast love, I will enter your house. We just take for granted that we can go to God's house uh, to enter into the Lord's presence, but, but David sees coming into God's house as an act of God's grace. That word that is translated steadfast love in the Old Testament, um, it, it's the equivalent of the New Testament word grace. And David says that it is through an abundance of God's grace that he can enter God's house. I remember when I was a kid asking my parents, do I have to go to church? The truth of the matter is, it is a privilege to enter into God's presence, to receive his gifts. So David says, I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. The word fear is used in two ways in relationship with God. One is for the wicked, in which case it means fear because of God's demands, power, and the threat of punishment for their sin. The other is for the righteous, when the word fear is a synonym for faith. It is humble awe at the power and love of God. Now, in truth, as believers, we experience both meanings of fear in our lives when we sin and when we cling to God's grace. But here, David's worship is moved by his faith in the Almighty God, who is uniquely himself and very much not like us, but nevertheless loves us and is committed to doing good to those who trust in him. He wants to bless you and cover you with favor as a shield. So we worship by God's grace and bow before him by faith. It is by grace that we are saved, and that salvation is received by faith in Jesus. So having been saved by grace through faith, our heart and desire are moved to be led in God's straight ways, not to earn God's favor, but because God has favored us. We take refuge in him because he has shown us in Jesus his desire to protect us and draw us into worship and praise. This morning we join to pray the fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer, which will be followed by a prayer for families. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Heavenly Father, do not look at our sins or deny our prayers because of them. We are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, nor have we deserved them. But we ask that you would give them all to us by grace. For we daily sin much and surely deserve nothing but punishment. But you have given your Son, our Savior, Jesus, to bear our sin in his body on the cross 
and given us forgiveness for his sake. For Jesus' sake, help us to sincerely forgive and gladly do good to those who sin against us. Amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for families, and we pray that you would bless the households uh, of our communities and of our congregation. We pray, Lord, that families' homes would be safe places where people experience fellowship and love, where they get a taste of what it's like to dwell with you. Uh, We pray, Lord, that you would keep households uh, safe and that you would have your blessing upon all the households uh, where people dwell in relationship with one another. Bless friends that enter into those households. Help them to enjoy the the blessings and the benefits of uh, being in a relationship of of love and, and compassion for one another. And we pray for our enemies, that you would turn their hearts to you and that you would draw them close to you in repentance and forgiveness. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Amen. Thank you for being with me this morning. God bless your day. May it be filled with his peace. And at the end of the day, I hope you'll come back and join me for an evening devotion.